Force. 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 The Force will be with you. Always. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your source for everything Star Wars gaming. Each week, your hosts will go over the news, updates, and more that have been happening in the galaxy far, far away. Come join us and our community of like-minded fans as we dive deeper into Star Wars games, past, present, and future, Star Wars lore, and the new shows and movies as they get announced and released. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, and joined with me today is Sydney Laurel. How are you doing? Doing all right. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, so it has been a while. Welcome back, everybody, to the show. Uh, it feels fantastic to be doing Star Wars Uplink again. Took a bit of a break for a few months there, and I I'm so pumped to be back doing the podcast. It feels good taking that break because there wasn't any Star Wars gaming news. It was just, I felt like I had to kind of make up things to talk about. And we're now getting into the era of Star Wars, where we're actually going to be seeing Star Wars games. 2022, it looks to be a pretty good year for Star Wars games. Hooray. We're going to be getting Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Always a good thing. That's fantastic. Really looking forward to that. And we're also going to be uh, possibly getting some more reveals. Mm -hmm. uh, I at least expect we'll see some more of Ubisoft's Star Wars game. Maybe. Uh, and uh, we'll see. But this episode of the Star Wars Uplink podcast, we're going to be setting the standard for what to kind of expect as we reboot the podcast. So, as you noticed, we have a new intro, we have a uh, new everything, new breakdown of the show. We're going to have a segment, we're, we're going to be segmented in the podcast. So, we'll have a section that we talk about uh, the main topic, we'll have a break for lore. Uh, I don't know if we'll have lore for this episode, but we'll see. We'll have uh, Dinko have a little section on lore and Star Wars lore. And then we're also going to be talking about the news in Star Wars video games as well as Star Wars as a whole, both the TV shows and the movies as we go forward. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about Star Wars Eclipse and we're going to be talking about some of our hopes for Book of Boba Fett. So let's jump right in and start talking about it. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. So, there we were. Also, update for all, all uh, everybody. <laughs> we're married. Hey! So, Sydney, Sydney is my wife. Uh, last last time we had you on the podcast, mm -hmm. you, were, you were just my girlfriend. Just your girlfriend. Just my girlfriend. <laughs> I hadn't even, we haven't even proposed wow. yet. Wow. Everything goes so fast. Right? That was, that's, it's wild. Uh, so we did get married this year. We got married in October, and uh, we were both super pumped about Star Wars, Naturally. Star Wars gaming. Like, who wouldn't? Exactly. Come on, guys. Get uh -huh. with the program. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're super pumped. But we're, we're there sitting on the couch. We're watching watching the Game Awards, yep. and then all of a sudden- <laughs> Randomly. Like, okay, just- preface this we i don't know just randomly turned on the tv and we're just scrolling through youtube we were trying to decide what we wanted to watch that's right so we didn't even know it was going on yeah and so just sees it and pops it on we just end up being mesmerized by all the goings on so yeah <laughs> and all of a sudden it like switches to 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? Like, what is this? I mean, I was automatically intrigued because mm-hmm. I just love pretty things and especially drumming. And it's like, oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> super, super cinematic trailer. Uh, and that's basically what it is. It is a cinematic. It's uh, from what we've seen from leakers and kind of rumors. This is still in very early development. They're in the stage of kind of production and getting the idea around what this game will be. It is from Quantic Dream. And sadly, it is a controversy around this game. It seems like there can't be anything Star Wars without a weird decision for either the company or or someone involved in the company, or a director, uh, or actor. We, we've seen this a lot in the industry more recently as people are becoming more aware of some of the, the some of the terrible things that have been going on under the scenes for a lot of industries, especially movies and video games. Um, so sadly, we do have to preface this discussion that the studio head for Quantic Dream is just a terrible human being, has made some questionable statements and hasn't really made much of a good place to work uh which it it this is kind of the game that i really wanted star wars to make so it's this huge (laughs) kind of like i don't know how to feel because i really want this game but also i don't want this person to be uplifted but also it's not it's pretty much just him in the studio that has this issue so grief yeah, it's such a shame. Such a shame when so many good things can come out of even just one, even just one mm. little outlier who is crummy. Yeah, I mean, even Ubisoft is a questionable studio. More recently, with the sexual mm-hmm. allegation stuff that they that's been going on there, and just the discovery period, and some of the key people still being in higher ranking in Ubisoft. So we have a Ubisoft game, and we have a Quantic Dream game, and both of those have issues in terms of uh, <laughs> morals. Morals, yeah. <laughs> it it's this weird kind of duality of it like i don't i don't know how to feel yeah uh, there has been a movement to blackout eclipse uh <laughs> blackout star wars eclipse which is a very very well named uh movement <laughs> but a lot of content creators and um a friend of the podcast star wars explained alex and molly damon are making an effort and making a decision not to cover the game on their channels uh in uh kind of uh, just just trying to step back and say hey I, as as long as the head dude is there i don't want to support this game wow. which we completely understand and we support that movement for sure mm-hmm. um but I'm, I'm super pumped about the game and i can't not talk about it so i just want anytime that we do discuss it i want it to be there like hey this is this is the area this is like the moral background that this is coming from just so everyone is clear. But let's jump in and talk about this this cinematic trailer that we got. Almost three minutes. It didn't give us a whole lot of details no. uh, as we were watching it. literally didn't give us anything. Even the like when we looked up what this was all about, it was completely indescriptive. So <laughs> we're, just, we're just here. Yeah. Letting our eyes take in this eye candy and, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit more Star Wars, which is always a good thing. So... Yeah, for preparation of this podcast, we just before we started recording, we watched it 
again and then went through the website to see if we can find any more details on another look through and all of the screenshots that they have are like this masked figure sits on this mystery planet like yeah even the the planets like this animal looks upon this very naturistic planet uh-huh. yeah it's <laughs> this like masked come on, you can't give us anything <laughs> come on guys mm-hmm. aye, aye, aye. Yeah. so yeah about halfway through i'm like so wait are we supposed to know who this is or are we supposed to know who that person is or do we know like where this is yeah <laughs> <laughs> like no oh okay good so we're all on the same page then mm-hmm. <laughs> A Quantic Dream, uh, probably one of the more popular games that they made was a game called Detroit Become Human. And most of their games are decision-based games. So you'll be walking around this landscape. The previous one was this cyberpunk-esque world where you've got robots and you can make a decision. Or androids, I I believe they are, where you can make a decision to uh, continue being a servant or make a decision to become a... Uh, rebellion leader guy depending on like you have these characters set in this world and the decisions drive the story and they have different story paths depending on what decisions you make that would be interesting now is this like do you think it's going to be more character based according to that do you think you're going to be following through one person's journey and just making the decisions for them sort of thing i don't think it'll be one character i think it'll be a few uh from their website this is what they said from award-winning independent studio quantic dream and lucasfilm games comes star wars eclipse a new action adventure multi multiple character Uh branching narrative game set in the high republic era of the iconic star wars galaxy now in early development so I, I had totally forgot this was set in the High Republic, hmm. which the High Republic is, um, oh, I, I think it's 500 years before the Clone Wars. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because um, right before we were recording, we were like, what? Like, so what's the time frame is this? Because obviously there's 300. And, okay. Yeah. It was a period of time for last around 200 years between, uh, let's see approximately 300 BBY before Battle of Yavin and 82 BBY, uh, which the Galactic Republic was said to be at its height. It was also the golden age for the Jedi who were significantly more active throughout the galaxy and a time of expansion and exploration in the Outer Rim territories. Hmm. So when the High Republic era started, like they really promoted it really hardcore. And I was very disappointed because it seemed like no one was saying anything, but it seemed like there were going to be video games. And it was just comics and books. I know yeah. I know all the books and the comics people were super pumped about it. And I've heard that there are some great stories set in the High Republic. But it wasn't really my jam. At least in terms of that specific era. <laughs> no, it clearly wasn't your jam because I didn't hear anything about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this is set in the High Republic era. Uh, the height of the Jedi Order, and we saw a lot of lightsabers in that trailer. We also saw Yoda on Coruscant, so I yeah. do hope we get to see some Coruscant. This would be the first kind of exploration of Coruscant since, like, Battlefront hmm. and the original Battlefronts. Yeah. 
I get the feeling we're not. I just I just get that so? feeling. I maybe we'll get some like Jedi grounds or something like that. But I. Mm-mm. But if if this is the height of the Jedi, like the golden age of the Jedi, you've got to kind of expect we'll see the Jedi Temple. At yeah, least. yeah, yeah. Like that's what I mean. Like we'll get into the Jedi Temple and all that. But you but don't think we'll I be going to like the CD underbelly or anything mm-mm. like that? Nope. As long as we see Coruscant <laughs> and they and acknowledge that you can play Coruscant in a game. And it still be canon and still be, I mean, I expect it to be canon. But yeah. just the fact that they acknowledge that, hey, look, you can have things based on Coruscant. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a sand plan. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. That's going to be like the one thing that gets cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> knock on wood. Yeah, so it's going to be a multiple character based, uh, what is a decision or branching narrative game. Hmm. So what kind of characters do you think we'll see? I I wonder. I I think we'll at least be able to play Yoda for a little bit. Hmm. I don't think we would see Yoda unless we'd be able to at least interact with him. Yeah, it'd be great yeah. to play Yoda. I think that'd be fa- that'd be really that'd be cool, cool to see. Just the, like playing a little Yoda. He'd yeah. be young Yoda. He'd be what? <laughs> Younger Yoda. Yeah, because what not, he's nine hundred years old, uh-huh. so minus two hundred years, seven hundred. Yeah, he'll be you know. s- yeah. young, young whippersnapper of a Yoda, <laughs> little sapling little Yoda, yeah. <laughs> practically baby Yoda. <laughs> I mean, if Grogu is fifty years old, that kind of yeah, yeah, well, fifty years equal one year. He's probably like, he's like math fourteen. <laughs> he's like fourteen oh. at the time of this. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, so I, I. I I don't think they would introduce a character like Yoda or what we, yeah it is Yoda cuz mm-hmm. as that's that's one thing that they are able to tell us is that it is indeed Yoda. Yeah. Um I don't think they'd introduce a character like Yoda in this cinematic if we weren't able to at least interact with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would hope to be able to play with him cuz that'd be a very interesting like it it'd be so cool to get in the mindset of Yoda and have like see what kind of decisions he's making. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like Yoda's a bit too canon to be able to mess with him, you know? Like I think I definitely think I don't, I don't think we, I mean they're going to be able to control oh, yeah, what decisions he's make. It's not like, hey, go romance that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can't do anything. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think that no. I don't think you'll be able to play as Yoda. I feel like that's too he's too you, yeah, untouchable. I, okay. You think it'll be all new characters mm-hmm. that you'll be playing and then you'll be interacting with yep. some of those staples around that yep. are around that time? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see that. Hmm. Yeah. Because you get to, you, you see a bunch of different Jedis and whatnot, and they're all fighting and blah, but, and I feel like because they're so anonymous, they'll be able to plug you in better. Yeah. I think so. And it also says uh, later on on the website, compose an original Star Wars story with all new characters and environments. You have the power to make choices. With consequences, things to many outcomes in this deeply branching narrative. So what I said stands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who do you think that one guy, the masked mysterious? The guy that's creature. coming out of the tar? No. No, the when we're in that, like, in the sea city and there's the one guy with, like, the, I don't know, the eye patch or something. Oh. I think he'll be like a bounty hunter character. That's what I get the vibe, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I mean, this will be kind of like the first, uh, when Star Wars Explained was on the podcast, he was talking about like the, the funnel of Star Wars. The widest opening of the funnel is, are the movies. The second widest is like, uh, the TV shows. Mm. The third, probably he, we're wondering if like tied between the animated and the video games would be probably the third and then you've got the books yeah. and then you've got the comics. So <laughs> that's kind of like the funnel in terms of like the widest at the top f- trickling all the way down to yeah, the I super hardcore that. fans that also keep up to date with all the comics and that kind of stuff. Like the widest audience don't read the comics mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, definitely. So this will be the a bigger expansion of the High Republic than we've seen before. Uh, not quite to the level of like we'd see in like a TV show or a movie, but more than uh, people would normally experience for sure. Okay, so now going back to the black goo guy, who, what? Mm-hmm. Do we even, has anyone seen this race before? Like, I, I mean, I'm sure some of the hardcore fans probably have i don't know it seems like he's supposed to be this like, just i don't know super if mysterious yeah i don't know if it's we're we're supposed to think that we're we're aware of him before mm. or if it's this completely new villain in this. oh That's, it absolutely is i know it's a new one but <laughs> <laughs> there's it, no way in terms of the high republic is it someone that we've right, seen right yeah hmm that would be pretty impressive if they've been eluding anything to this guy i would be impressed Mm. yeah i know there's there aren't necessarily sith in the high republic but there is a it's like a different kind a different flavor uh so i wonder if this is kind of like the origins of maybe the beginnings of the sith like if this is like the foundation that Plagueis and all these others, Darth Bane and all all mm. of these other people that we we know of, like if right. we'll see maybe the precursor to them, mm-hmm. or if they use the Force in a different way, or could be something like um, in lore, Yuzan Vong, which they are out from a different galaxy and the Force has no effect on them. They can't be like perceived by the Force. Mm. They can't be affected by it. Like it could be something along those lines because we haven't seen that in canon yet. I think it'd be cool to see a, maybe a different flavor of, of the dark side. Mm. These people can uh, use it in a different way than we've seen before, hmm. maybe. I think that'd be cool. That would be cool. I just love the dark vibes mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, there's definitely a rich vibe that's not Disney. Like, this, does, it did not feel like Disney yeah. at all. Which is what I'm hoping for. Like, I... I, I I tweeted this out. It's like, I hope that they don't Disneyify it because mm-hmm. it is still very early in development. So usually and with Battlefront 2, like their whole campaign for Battlefront 2 and the marketing of it was like, please, for the first time ever, the dark side perspective. <laughs> and then, spoiler alert, they switched sides. <laughs> and very ah. early on in the campaign, like, oh, yeah, it was super That's quick. So disappointing. Yeah, so they, they, I, I hope that we get to see that kind of seedy underbelly. We get the bounty hunters. We also get, because like most of the experience with the books and the comics around the High Republic has been exploring the Jedi side of things. Mm. So I would love to see the darker side. And with all of the shorts and stuff we're doing on the Star Wars Uplink YouTube channel, like the amount of rich history around the dark side 
versus the history in in canon it's a it's like night and day the Hmm. amount of stuff that was there for legends versus there for canon is completely Hmm. changed interesting is this a game is this game style kind of something that you're looking for it's not quite open world but a little bit more open world than we've seen is it open world i mean ish (laughs) more than like a linear campaign for sure hmm like I imagine you'd be able to go around these areas and talk to people in a way that you wouldn't be able to before in other games. I guess I'm confused just as because I've never played a game by this. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? Quantic Dream. Yeah. Quantic. Yeah. I've never played that one of their games, so I really don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um. Sometimes in making these decisions like you can be totally like unaware that you're making these decisions <laughs> and then other times it's like oh okay here's the fork in the road yeah so it, sometimes it can feel constricting and other times it can feel overwhelming to just not know what what you're deciding mm-hmm. so i i'll be curious to see the balance of that i guess yeah. um or the total lack of that so yeah, often I, I have to make decisions. Yeah, exactly. No, that's me for sure. I just get overwhelmed with. Yeah, am I making the right decision? Uh-huh. And, and even the Witcher, I'm like, yeah, uh, oh yeah. Do I play nice guy? Do I play Witcher guy? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna be, it's gonna have to be pretty role playing. Like you're gonna have to get mm-hmm. in your head about it and really dig into the character that you want to make. Yeah. And sometimes that's a lot. Like that's asking a lot of the player. Sometimes mm-hmm. I mean just. It's, depending on how you play. What I love, too, is like on the website, they mention the, let's see here, play a diverse cast of charismatic characters, each with their own story, abilities, and role to play in the tapestry of events that could out that could alter the carefully balanced piece of the outer rim. Every decision you make can have dramatic repercussions on your journey. The way of life in the Outer Rim is being threatened, and you must define your path. So it looks like we're going to be heavily focused on the Outer Rim, Mm. which makes sense. That's like the standard, kind of like the safe choice Mm -hmm. for a direction, like as you get closer to the Jedi Temple. (laughs) Don't mess with the planets that we all know and love. Let's go out to some rando place that we can totally screw with. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody knows this planet in the outer rim. Like, we just created it. (laughs) But something bad's going down around here, so uh, you better uh, buckle up and fix the galaxy (laughs) one tiny area at a time. Yeah. I, 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 I think it'll be good. Yeah. Ultimately, I hope it's not like... I I I know it won't be like every decision is the game changing one, uh, but like maybe you get to control what color your pants are. <laughs> <laughs> I know I definitely. If expect- you choose yellow, the planet will be destroyed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make sure you don't choose yellow pants because I'm sorry, but Tatooine will explode. So it kind of sounds like they're going to make characters that already have a full background yeah i don't expect you plugging yourself in you just get to choose am i feeling nice today or am i feeling mean today you know like so that's interesting in a way i kind of appreciate that because Mm -hmm. it takes some of the pressure off you're just like i'm just choosing this character because i relate to them or i'm choosing this character because it's absolutely not who i would be but it's just fun to that that's what i love about these kinds of games where you don't 
control the character creation like i feel you're able to tell a much better story if you're forced into a character that you wouldn't uh normally go through i mean we we're friends with people that play the exact same character in skyrim every time that they play skyrim <laughs> yep and they play it like they start over all the time yeah. and that they're always the same person so mm-hmm. it's like okay <laughs> yeah maybe uh try someone new this time. I, exactly yeah. so i i think that'll be a, a really good addition to it and they can control kind of the canonness of it on, in a much better way mm-hmm. at least i expect We'll see. Mm -hmm. Switching gears a little bit here, let's talk about the book of Boba Fett. All right. This podcast is a production of Uplink Media Group. Uplink is a podcast network dedicated to highlighting the love and experience of gaming and pop culture. Check out our other shows, The Battlefield Show, Star Wars Uplink, and The Forge, the Halo Infinite podcast, as well as our YouTube channels for even deeper dives into Battlefield, Star Wars, and more. YouTube.com slash Uplink podcast and StarWarsUplink.com. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. So, I have intentionally not been watching any of the the teaser spots or anything like that um, because, I don't know, now that we're kind of going into the lore side of things and covering it on the podcast, I'll probably start doing that more. But I want to at least have one last hurrah before I have to, like, dive deep into every little bit and detail of it. But I've been intentionally staying away from it because I feel like at least from friends that I've talked to, it doesn't seem like it's putting it in the direction that I think a lot of people expected to go to, and I don't want any of those expectations. So, <laughs> so you've been purposefully distancing yourself from what it is yeah. in order to still feel the feelings of what you hope it will be. No, I... I <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I am distancing myself from it so I can have more of an open mind to what it will actually be versus what they're promoting it as. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're just trying to be, have a completely clean slate. Uh-huh. So that... That being said, let's talk about our expectations. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you hoping for in this? Um. Well, I, I'll tell you what I expect. Okay. I expect it's going to be a lot like... um. Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, expect it's, it's, a, kind of, it's a spinoff yeah. of Mandalorian, right? So, so it's and it already like just from the very little that I've seen, it already feels a lot like it. It's got that Mando vibe. Yeah, it's got the Mando vibe. Um, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Every episode of Mandalorian felt really different. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it was all trying to tell a linear story, it didn't feel like it. Yeah, it's um, about time to rewatch rewatch Mandalorian too. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um, so yeah, I honestly, I, I'm kind of going into it. I I don't really know any lore of Boba Fett. Well, I mean, most of the lore that we knew got like wiped clean with Disney buying it. So Hmm. they are kind of restructuring the character. Like we know he survived now with Mandalorian because we didn't know that previously. (laughs) And now we see him dethrone Jabba. Mm-hmm. I wonder, because, I mean, I did watch one of the teaser spots and it was like, um, Jabba ruled with fear. I want to rule with loyalty or trust or something like that, hmm. loyalty. Because when, when 
it ended when the Mandalorian ended and they showed that uh, Boba Fett will return in the book of Boba Fett. I was getting like, oh, he's going to be like the new gangster mob dude and he is going to rule with fear because he survived a Sarlacc. <laughs> so I, yeah. I don't know what direction they're going to go with it. <sighs> Honestly, he's going to talk too much. <laughs> you think? Yeah. You think gonna... we're going to get sick of him? Yeah. We're going to get a Boba Fett that's not mysterious. We're just going to get his whole backstory and we're going to get all of this information. And that's the great thing about Boba Fett. He's this masked guy with a jetpack. And he's awesome because he's quiet. He stays in the corner. <laughs> he does his like slow movement stuff and we're like, who is this guy? And that's why they're giving it to us because we've been all asking, who is mm-hmm. this guy? How did he survive? And... I don't know. He's I pretty, hope they don't how, explain how they how he survives. Yeah, I really hope they don't because that would be really lame. Mm-hmm. Like you can't you can't. I, I hope weasel stuff your way happens to him versus <laughs> him like explaining it as well. Because mm-hmm. I do agree. Like if we if he explains too much, it'll get definitely more in terms of the telling versus showing where you want to show not tell when you're telling a story through right. film. So. I don't know, but it's Disney though, and they like to over-explain they things. They do. They just like. But it's to- also a TV show, and they've got they've they've showed that they have some good direction for the TV stuff because it do- it's not to the level of stakes that the movies are. Mm. I feel like there's so many different levels of uh, approvals, and it has to go through so many distillation. Like it goes through this filter, and then it ultimately comes back as the Disneyified version of of it yeah where it has to have this arc it has to have this thing that goes along with this other thing so I really hope there's some grit in this yeah one. I do too because even Mandalorian felt a little bit I don't want to say whitewashed but like it's just it was just very clean yeah I mean it's I would say it's more dirty than we've seen Disney Star Wars go in the past Maybe yeah. except for like Rogue One. Rogue One was very, I'd say that like grit to it, the texture. Yeah. Uh, I I mean they got they have to go with that texture, right? It's freaking Tatooine after the the fall of the Death Star. I mean I hope so, but like I and don't it's, know. It's the mobs. I'm it's talking. Got to, right. I'm talking even just how they film it. Like it just feels so high tech that it's like I don't know. It don't, uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe I, this is just me putting on my nostalgia glasses uh-huh. where I well, just... Well, it's also been such a long time since we saw Mandalorian 2. Yeah, that's true. So, probably need to revisit I mean, Mandalorian that. was shot with anamorphic lenses too, so it's not super crisp and clean. Hmm. There is a little bit more of the texture. It's not as perfect as, like, the movies are shot mm-hmm. with. Yeah, maybe I'm confusing the two of them mm-hmm. where I'm just kind of putting them all in the same bucket, but... Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> Ooh, um. <laughs> they, they've shown that they have a lot more uh, respect for the past of Star Wars than maybe the Skywalker saga did. Mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah with the TV shows they definitely seem to be giving them a lot more artistic taste to it. Mm-hmm. Like they they're letting a lot more creatives just kind of go with it and yeah. not like you said filter it down and Disneyify it. So mm-hmm. that's good. So there's some hope, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting my hopes up too much. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's kind of why I've been staying away from most of the TV spots, is I want to give it the best chance possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Boba Fett is a really exciting character. I mean, we haven't seen a whole lot of him since the original movies. Yep. And this will be the first time that we get to see that, like, other than the second season of The Mandalorian. And, uh, wasn't he in there a little bit in the first season um, or something? Mm, no, I don't think Was it so. just the second season? I think it was just the second. Okay. I can't remember. Again, we need to rewatch it. And even then, wasn't he like, I think they kind of kept a lot of his fighting like a secret. Because I, I feel like we didn't see a whole, actually, no, that's not true. We did see, wasn't he, wasn't he like. It was in the later sections. Throwing around, chomping people's head off or something like that. Was and he was he was definitely fighting to quit yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But they teased it a lot. I can't remember if it was the early in the first season or I mean early in the second season or maybe later in the first season. But yeah, they definitely teased it. Man, it's been a while since we watched Mandalorian. I know, it's been <laughs> since it came out. Which is crazy. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, when did it come out? Uh, 2020. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah so like so, five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Long time. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, it, it definitely seems like they're going to pull out a lot of interesting lore with it i mean even just seeing the spider monks <laughs> yeah i'm so pumped that, like that was probably the biggest thing for me was that see because that's something that i always loved one of my favorite book series was the galaxy of fear books and one of my favorite books in that series was one where they went to tatooine and they explored Jabba's palace and they told some of the history around those monks. The little spider things are actually humans that in this specific religious order, the the ultimate form of enlightenment is uh, going through this, uh, this process where they remove the brain and then put it in this vat of, of liquids and fluids and all that kind of stuff to be free of any human needs you're given all the nutrients you need so you can just sit there in your little spider body and think about life in the galaxy wow it's great (laughs) yeah it sounds so cozy (laughs) (laughs) young sage loved those books (laughs) good job young sage yeah so dark and gritty Mm mm-hmm I could uh, those those books took me a while to read when I first started reading them and now I can read them like 20 30 minutes. It's hilarious. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But I'm really looking forward to seeing what Book of Boba Fett ends up being like and we will do kind of like a with each episode. We'll also cover it on this podcast uh of what what we've been enjoying, what what we liked about it. So it'll be a little second uh separate segment of the podcast. We break it down. Week break by week. Down. Episode by episode. Worker, worker. <laughs> <laughs> I think with that, I, I think we, 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 we're back. Star Wars Uplink has returned. We're back, baby. New host. It's great. I'm super looking forward to it as we dive deeper into the world of Star Wars, gaming, uh, the lore, the TV shows, the movies. Uh, we'll also be doing some retrospectives as well with the podcast where we go back and play some of those old games uh, for a celebration of, uh, originally it was going to be 100 subscribers, but it ended up being 5,000 subscribers. <laughs> we're, we're over 14,000 subscribers on the podcast now. It's in, or not on the podcast, but on the YouTube channel. It's crazy. Last month we have 3.5 million views. Unbelievable. 
wildness, wildness, crazy. Uh, but I played through the whole of um, the Force Unleashed, the first one. That was fun, and uh, for celebration of a thousand or one thousand one hundred subscribers on Uplink Podcast YouTube channel, I went through the whole game of Jedi Fallen Order. That was a sixteen-hour stream. Force Unleashed was uh, nine hours, a little less than nine hours, I think. Um, so I've been playing through the old games, hopping in, and I've been really enjoying playing them through all in one sitting. So we may do an episode on on just kind of that, talking about what it's like to play through a Star Wars game in one sitting and what are some of the weird issues that come up when you do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Lots of bugs, lots of crashing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But thank you all so much for sticking around with the podcast. And if you are back, we greatly appreciate your support. Definitely leave us a review on iTunes and uh, we'll see you next time. See you later, guys. May the force be with you. <laughs>